0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: Faith will work if I work it. And I have to get this ingrained in my willpower. I will read the Bible. I will meditate the Bible. I will sing unto God. I will shout. I will rejoice. I got to get that I will appear in my mind so that when these philosophers, however they are, whoever they are, when they, when the philosophers come at you with false doctrine doctrine or whatever, I am ensconced in my will that I am here to follow God and not philosophers.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the importance of a submitted will. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the importance of a submitted will.
1: What comes out is the word with the spirit. What comes out is with the Word and the Spirit that created the earth. And so both are important. All is important. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times some shall depart, and the King James says, from the faith. How are they departing? By giving heed to seducing spirits. Now, listen, folks, you know this, I know this, when I say that, that's, uh, I didn't mean to be so emphatic, but we do know, we do know that this, there are spirits at work in this earth Amen. and it's more more, the spirit of God is at work in this earth, Amen. but there are evil demonic spirits at work in this world Amen. as well, they're out there. I mean, we can't duck ahead and run from them, we ought to run at the evil spirits with the word of God, with the spirit of God. Amen. And so we see here, let me go back to now the spirit speaks expressly, vividly, plainly. Now the spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times, some shall turn away from what they said they believe or they'll turn away from the persuasion of faith. Well, you know, I think I'll try that, uh, what they're talking about faith. I think I'm gonna try it and see what happens. No persuasion in that. So faith has a persuasion that needs to go along with that. I need to have a persuading faith, a faith of persuasion. I am persuaded. I believe that's a song. I'm not sure. I am persuaded that what God said is for me. I am persuaded that God's word is powerful. And I am persuaded that that powerful word will bring life to me, bring health to me, bring blessing to me. I am persuaded that God's word works for me. I am persuaded that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I am persuaded that God watches over me. I am persuaded that God uh, protects me. I am persuaded that the angels of God are, are, are around me, with me, and, and they fight for me. I am persuaded that God's word is the truth. I am persuaded that God is the healer. I am persuaded that God is the deliverer. I am persuaded that God, what he's done for others, he'll do for me. I I am persuaded. And so the spirit speaks expressly that some shall depart from the persuasion of their faith. They say they may they may say they have faith but they're not persuaded that their faith works. I tried it but it didn't work. It worked for Aunt Susie but it didn't work for me. That is a dissuasion. I don't even know if that's a word or not, but but they are not persuaded. God is looking for those who are persuaded. He was looking for Daniel to be persuaded in the lion's den. He was looking for the apostle Paul to be persuaded to to preach the gospel and the revelation that he received on the road to Damascus. He, He is looking for Paul's persuasion. And Paul, when he died, he said, I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the righteous judge shall give me in that day. Paul was persuaded. And you'll never know whether or not you're persuaded until you are faced with something you can't do, man can't do, and no one can do it for you. You're gonna find out, I'm gonna find out how persuaded I am. So I can tell you this morning, I am persuaded. Yeah. But when I'm looking an eighteen wheeler in the face yeah. from the enemy, yeah. I I don't know where my persuasion it leaks down a little bit. I am fully persuaded that He will keep me yeah. until that day yeah. when He receives me out of this body oh, yeah. and brings me up into the air yeah. and takes me into heaven with me. With Him, I am persuaded. Hallelujah. Are you persuaded this morning? Well, shout it if you are persuaded. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. Now, until I get persuaded, then my willpower will not work with its maximum strength if it works at all. And so we say then that they, that persuasion goes along with the strength of of your willpower Amen. persuasion and will power I am willing to praise God when it looks like I'm going down the drain I am willing to to praise God when it looks like I don't have anything to praise him for I am willing to to uh, uh, I, I am persuaded when it looks like uh, that God has walked away and has forsaken me, I am persuaded that God will do what he said he would do and he would do it for me. I am persuaded. And so Paul is speaking to Timothy. Now the spirit speaks expressly in the latter times. Some shall depart, turn away from what they say they believe from the persuasion of faith, giving heed, giving attention to seducing spirits. Those uh, uh, seducing spirits are spirits that tells you it don't work. Or those are spirits that tells you they won't work for you. And those are spirits that tells you to say, he's never done it for me. And these spirits want you to say something out of your mouth that is negative, doubtful, and unbelief. They are seducing spirits to to draw you into unbelief, disbelief, or whatever the right word there is. Now, the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed, giving attention to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils or of demonic spirits. Now here, here's the flow of that word uh, there, giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils. Paul in, in, in that last part, Paul speaks of doctrines or teachings of philosophers. When he said giving heed to seducing spirits, he's talking about the, the philosophers of that day giving heed to those teachings and doctrines of philosophers who put a different twist and a different meaning on the word of God. We have philosophers in our midst today. I didn't say here this this morning, that's not what I said. But in, in society, in the religious world, there are philosophers and believe me, it doesn't matter how good a human being you are, those spirits are looking for your mind. You may be the best neighbor on the block. You may be the, the best uh, worker at your job or your business. You may All that may be intact, but yet uh, Satan seeks uh, philosophers to try to seduce God's people away from the truth. So God's Word works for me. Say that with me, God's Word. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't want to preach that. Does that say that I'm at a perfect faith? I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying saying that faith will work if I work it. And I have to get this ingrained in my willpower. I will read the Bible. I will meditate the Bible. I will sing unto God. I will shout. I will rejoice. I got to get that I will appear in my mind so that when these philosophers, however they are, whoever they are, when when the philosophers come at you with false doctrine, doctrine or whatever, I am ensconced in my will that I am here to follow God and not philosophers. A philosopher here in Paul's writing, a philosopher in this case was one who was offering views or theories on profound questions. And in this case, questions pertaining to religious matters such as law and grace. And you hear the argument yet today, uh, in some quarters you hear today on law and grace. So in this case, it was about the apostles teachings on law and grace. Now, mankind exercises their God-given right of choice by using their free will to choose right from wrong, blessing or cursing. So the free will of man, everybody say, I have a free will. God has given me a free will. God's not making anybody get saved, but he wants everybody to be saved, but he's not making anybody get saved. And he's not willing that any should perish. He doesn't want anybody to perish, but he indicates there will be some that will perish. And so mankind exercises their God-given right of choice by using their free will to choose right from wrong, blessing or cursing. The free will of man gives him the right, him or her the right to choose their actions willfully and as they please. Be like Joshua. Joshua in the 14th, 24th chapter, the 15th verse, he said to Israel, choose you, you choose, choose you this day whom you will serve. Set, that it lies within the context or the parameters of my free will. Choose, choose. If God were make, doing it all himself, he wouldn't be choosing. I would not be choosing. God has already chosen. God has made a way so I can choose what is right and what he has brought to me and for me. So he said, choose, Joshua said, choose you this day. You chose to come to church this morning. Amen. Apparently so, you're here. Well, I don't know if you're here here in the building, you, know, you know, whatever. You, you, you could be in the amusement park.
0: It's our hope that today's message, the importance of a submitted will, has ministered to you. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request offer number 44. Today's offer is 44. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.